0: Welcome to Life with Lori, coming to you direct from Gray Street at Morningside USA. Joining Lori today is her co-host and daughter, Little Lori. And now, here's your host, Lori
1: Baker. And welcome to Life with Lori on Gray Street here at Morningside USA. Little Lori is joining me, and she
2: is expecting I am, yes. her third baby girl. That's, right. that's exactly <laughs> right. We're so grateful, so excited. In just a couple of months, we'll have another baby running all around here. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I love it. And so what are you due, honey? I'm due August 1st. So mom is really hoping that I hang on to August because that's her birth month, (laughs) and I am too. I want an August baby, so hang in there, little girl. We We
1: don't know her name yet, but God knows what her name is going to be. And we're just so continue to pray for little Lori. She's got two strong will, the little girls who are our granddaughters, who I love. And by the way, real quick, I'll just show you this picture. I had the honor to go. I was invited by
2: little Lori and Olivia, her daughter. And uh, there we are, w- tell us what we, where we were. We went to a tea, and so we hosted a tea for all of the special women in our life, our school did. So our girls got to enjoy a wonderful tea with muffins, muffins with moms, and the, the special women in your life. So that was so special for us. And the grandmas. To be together. And Janet, who is my mother was there. That's my Kate. And of course, mom was there. Natalie, Maricela, Connie, all of the women in our life. It was such a special time we together. We had the three
1: grandmas. And we share all these grandchildren, so it was really special to go to this little, look at this little, that's Olivia, (laughs) she's our strong-willed one, she's a Deborah. Yes, she is, claiming that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no joke, but we are so, um, it's just such an honor to have a family, and we were just talking in the green room, there's Olivia, she's my girl, I love that girl so much, and she's Lori's firstborn, so, and I was in the delivery room with her. Her the when, when she was born and it's just a, a moment. I was also in the delivery room with little Lori. Someday we're going to tell you the whole yes. story, <laughs> but but today. We only have a few minutes of Life with Lori. I'm so grateful to be back with you doing another Life with Lori episode. After a couple year hiatus, I know you're probably tired uh, on the PTL network of the reruns of Life with Lori. I'm tired of seeing myself, but I love seeing the guests I had. And today I have one of the greatest ever. And I am so honored to have Jane Hammond with me. She is. Senior leader of Vision Church. Her and her husband Tom. We love you, Tom. He's out there. And um, and there's Bishop Bill Hammond. We love Bishop, but and that's your father-in-law. But they are at, at Christian International in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Jane is, of course, Bishop Bill Hammond's daughter-in-law. I don't know if you ever get get tired of being coined that. (laughs) No, I don't. But because you're a woman in your own right, (laughs) let me tell you. But you've written, uh, Jane, several books, including this latest and greatest, The Deborah Company. Now, look at my book, guys. I'm, I'm reading it. I'm devouring it. I'm going through it. I'm like, this is what I want my girls to read this is what I want every woman in my life to read and to know about the Deborah company a prophetic call for women to fulfill their destiny this is the updated and expanded version Jane thank you for being here thank you for writing this book for us We need this. As yes. women need this. Amen.
0: There's a whole company of us arising. There's we a whole it. company.
1: Yes. 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 Now, you, have, uh, you and Tom t- have three grown children, Tiffany, Crystal, and Jason, yes. and seven, right. grandchildren. seven grandchildren. Seven grandchildren, Yay. yes.
0: And my granddaughter, um, uh, she's the no, oldest. She's four t- uh, Our granddaughter's 14 years old and mm-hmm. preached her first sermon oh, my, last week. Wow. So we're...
1: Raising that's them up amazing. young, yes. That's yeah. amazing. You better get Olivia yes. on this. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> she is a
2: Deborah. <laughs> she yes. is.
1: We're, okay, we got, now, see, we're learning from you. I love that. And this is what I, I love about life with Lori is that we get to learn yes. from great women. Amen of God and and I'm always searching and my girls will tell you I'm always searching for those women mm. that I can glean from and mm. I can learn from and I can join together with and I'm always searching for them to, I'm like look at, like look who God right. brought us like yes. Lori, I want you to read every part I yes. told her this earlier <laughs> I want you to read every word mm. of, of Jane's book Deborah yes. Company because I know that you and Maricela and my other kids they were handpicked by Absolutely. God. And and they're they're Debras. Mm-hmm. You're raising your own Deborah company, right? here. I really, we <laughs> You really are. are. Yeah, you it's, really are. It's really happening right before yeah. my eyes. And I realized that even yesterday when I was reading your book. And I'm like, wow. Every one of your daughters that I've met, they just have such an anointing on their lives. I understand there's a bunch of them, but I've got a There are. But um I'm just so grateful for this book. But you, Jane, your story to me is really amazing because so many people I know is like myself, born and raised in church, but you weren't I born wasn't. and raised in church, no. and yet you're an amazing, mighty woman, mm. prophet of mm. God. Mm. But how? you know, not being born and raised in church. Tell me about that real quick, your well, journey. Well, you know, I had, a, I had a wonderful upbringing.
0: I had a yeah. great, great family, wonderful parents. Your mom was really my, yeah, smart. My, yeah, my mom, my mom was brilliant. Yeah. And, and my mom came along at a time, she was a, a chemistry major back in the 50s. And every time she went to class, her teachers would tell her "Uh, why are you taking these classes you're just Mm -hmm. gonna get married and have babies and just Mm -hmm. stay home and Mm -hmm. they just discouraged that and so I had three brothers and I was the only girl and my mom used to tell me honey you can do anything you want to do you can be anything you want to be and she really put it inside of me from Mm -hmm. a child Mm -hmm. not to let my gender hold me back from being anything that I dreamed that I could be she said even if you want to be the president of the United States that's not currently on my list but but who knows if it doesn't for you And so it kind of it uh, kind of put a mentality in me yeah. um, with that, that all things are possible. Mm-hmm. And so when I got saved, I was 14 years old and um, uh, two years later the Lord spoke to me and called me in ministry. He called me He spoke to me audibly. I was still going to a denominational church. you didn't really see women do much at all in the church um and so when the lord spoke to me he said to me that he was calling me into ministry to preach he said i'm going to meet a man and we're going to i was going to go to bible college and that he was going to send us to the nations of the earth and god himself spoke this to me in an audible voice and i mean i didn't know he did that at that point you know and so i went to bible college and i met my husband but before then i went back to my pastor that was a denominational pastor at that time and I told him I was so excited God had spoken to me and he patted me on the shoulder and he said "Girlie, that wasn't the voice of God <gasps> oh. because women don't preach mm. and so Um, And then they asked me to leave the church. (laughs) Um, So um, I'd only been saved for two years. And so I went to visit a church two two weeks later with another friend. And this pastor called me out. And I'd never seen prophecy before. I'd never had somebody give me a word, except God had spoken to me audibly. Incredible. And this pastor had never met me. And he called me out. And he said, the Lord told me to tell you, you will preach the word Mm. and signs will follow. Mm. Amen. Wow. So at 16 years old, I knew the call on my life, and it kind of launched me
1: to everything that you read so in the Deborah Company. It is wow. really incredible. I I understand that you and Tom graduated, and I have to just give a that's shout right. out. Christ for the Christ nations. for the nations. That's we right. We love Christ for the nations. That's right. Yes. And our, our son and and daughter in law. That that's where they met and and married here. But you know, yes. they, it's still it's an amazing. And God, real, there's a lot of great people who come out from Christ for the Nations. That's
0: right. uh, We've been married 41 years, but Christ for the Nations gave us a wonderful uh, biblical and spiritual foundation to do everything that we're
1: doing in ministry today. And I love how your father-in-law, Bishop Bill Hammond, who, by the way, I adore personally. (laughs) I have a huge. I love him so much. And and look at you. Look at how this is a great picture. I love this of you (laughs) and your amazing husband, Tom. Yes, my two champions. They are. me Tell me real quick about that. About how they believed in you.
0: So you know, back in the 80s, you didn't really see strong women preachers. No. You know, it Mm -hmm. just really was kind of discouraged. Mm -hmm. And if somebody was super Mm -hmm. strong. They got called Jezebel, and you know, mm-hmm. the, it just was not, it was not the, the, the spiritual climate in the church, really, for women, but these two men really believed in the call of God mm-hmm. on my life, yes. and they, you know, they, they put their hands in my back, and they pressed me forward to be everything that God had called me to be, mm-hmm. and I can remember one time going to them and just saying, you know, it's it's kind of hard. I got a lot of criticism, mm-hmm. a lot of accusations and things that were said, and mm-hmm. I, at that point, I was just like, maybe it'd be better if I just sat down and was quiet, mm-hmm. and they said, don't you dare. You wow. be who God's called mm-hmm. you to be. Yes. And they said, basically, if people have a problem with what you're doing, tell them to come see us. And and so, you know, they made a way for me in a (laughs) time when there just weren't a lot of other women that were stepping to the forefront. And, of course, now it's really different because you see women empowered and you see women knowing who they are and being able to step up and preach and teach and move in signs and wonders and miracles. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't Mm -hmm. something that was celebrated back when Mm -hmm. we were first starting. Mm -hmm. But thank God we're living in a different time and in a different age. and thank Amen. you for
1: being a Amen. forerunner. Amen. Thank Amen. you. I mean that from the bottom Amen. of my heart. Thank you for pressing forward and mm-hmm. keep on going. And I, I want to say thank you to mm. Bishop Hammond and yeah. thank you to your amazing husband, Tom, because they believed in you. And Jim is the same way with me. He believes in me. Mm-hmm. He, believe, mm-hmm. he, he believes in the God in me yeah. and knows that with God, all things are possible. And so right. I'm. we're grateful to have... Um, Amazing husbands that that believe in us. That's right. As strong as we can be at times. Well, you know, my husband tells a story that he
0: was he was before the Lord one day and the Lord said, You know, as a leader, when you stand before me, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you accountable for how you helped or hindered your wife. In fulfilling her destiny, wow. it's true. It's not just going to be about what he does right. before the Lord, yeah. But how did you help her, or how yeah. did you hinder her? It's true. And it's true. and so I that that's such a powerful message. I think even for men, it is to yes. know that you know that there's a place that it's they have true. to really break the way open for their the the women in their lives, yes. their their right. sisters, their daughters. And you know one uh, one of the things that really motivated me to write the Deborah Company yes. is that the Lord kind of said to me, you know, you need to blaze a trail for the next generation. And you have, and yeah. you are. Yeah. And
1: you're doing yeah. it, and you're, you're doing, doing it for Amen. your for, children, for my daughters my, and my granddaughters now. And yes. now granddaughters, yes. yes.
0: And, and, and so, and so that that's, inspired that's really you. what mo- motivated me to write this. As, as a matter of fact, I, uh, I I didn't really care that much for women's meetings, just to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like to you know, be honest. Uh, yes, <laughs> to be really honest. <laughs> yes. um, but, but honestly, the Lord said to me, you know, every trail that you um, that you won't blaze— for your daughters, you leave for them mm-hmm. to have to conquer. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I thought, you know, when the Lord spoke that to me, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna do everything that yes. I can to prepare the way for yes. them so that when they come up, they don't have to face the same stuff right. that right. my generation has had to face or that my my mother-in-law's generation faced. Right. And That's so now right. we can see that my daughters both started preaching at the, I think they were both 16 when they preached wow. their first messages. That's amazing. And, and they just, you know, and I don't think yet. it even occurred to them that somebody wouldn't listen to them because right. they were women, you right. know. Yes. And now my That's granddaughter, amazing. as I said, stepped oh. up and preached her first message. That's so and so, insane. I, you know, so just seeing the generations work together and in our church and our ministry we actually have four generations that are working together in preaching the gospel
1: that's how preparing the way for the lord so i love this and in in your new book the deborah company it focuses on deborah yes and and the only who is the only woman judge mentioned in the bible how did deborah become your Model, your model so, for destiny. Yes. So I looked around at other other women ministers that I
0: saw back in the 1980s when I was, you know, looking for a role model. Yeah, and I didn't model. really find somebody that resonated. I saw some women that were doing some tremendous things, but I didn't really find somebody that really resonated me with me until I found the story of Deborah. Mm. She was a tough mm. chick. Yeah, I she mean, was. I mean, she Ooh. was she was somebody that led a nation in a time Mm -hmm. when women really didn't have that role in society. She was a prophet, and I knew that I was called as a prophet, called to not just hear the voice of the Lord for myself, but for other people, even for nations, uh, that uh, that I was called to help other people hear the voice of God. But she was this incredible warrior, Mm -hmm. this incredible Mm -hmm. worshiper. Mm -hmm. And yet it also says that she was a wife, and she was a mother. And so to Mm -hmm. me, I felt this resonance inside of me that said, you know what, I want to be like that. Yes. So she became my role
1: model, mm-hmm. and
0: I began to study her life. I began to study uh, the parallels of her life with my life, and I literally discovered myself yes. when I started reading about Deborah. Yeah, she said a, a nation-free and a generation-free. Wow,
1: yeah. And we can find out about Deborah in the, in the book of Judges, That's right? right? Judges 4 and 5. You go to That's Judges right. 4 and 5, you can you read about Deborah right from the Word of God, and also you can read about her right here, and not just Deborah. This book is so deep and wide. We could spend hours, I could spend hours talking with Jane about what she wrote in this book. But um, what, what, just real quick, what are the signs, because our time is going so fast, (laughs) what are the signs of a Deborah anointing? Well, I think a Deborah is somebody that's strong. She has a strength
0: in knowing who she is in Christ, but she's also very prophetic. She knows how to hear the voice of God. She understands that God is a solution, uh, a solution-making God, and that they were facing tremendous crisis, tremendous difficulty in the times of Deborah. They were under horrible oppression Mm -hmm. um, and, and and. God raised her up to be somebody that would be a change maker, right. and I feel like that there's a whole generation of change makers that God's raising up today. And yes. it's not just in the church; it's in government, it's in yes. education, it's in the business community, it's in the nonprofits. That God's empowering women with vision mm-hmm. that they can go out and change their world. They can, and so I think that it starts with hearing the voice of God, just like it did for me. Mm-hmm. I heard the voice of God, mm-hmm. and then that word uh, catapulted me forward. Mm-hmm. And finding mm-hmm. ways that I could bring an impact for the sphere of influence that God had given to me, but then to bring change that would last generation to generation, which is really what Deborah did. Um, and so yeah. she was a she was a leader. She was a warrior. Mm-hmm. She was willing to go to battle and to uh, and to kind of put herself out there. Yeah. And I think that God's looking for women that are are willing to stand up and fight
1: for yeah. what is right, fight for our families, fight
0: for our children, fight for our nation. Really. Yeah.
1: That's right. It's powerful. Yeah. And I love I love this the, and, and Deborah the Warrior, you talk about her in this book and one of your chapters, Women of Courage. And I and I love this um, statement. That actually, one of our first ladies made, Nancy Reagan. I, I've used this over the years in, in speaking, and when I saw you write, "A woman is like a tea bag; she only knows her strength when put in hot water." <laughs> Isn't that true? Yes. And. But, but the thing is, this is so, um, it, there's so much de- There's so much depth in this. This yes. could be used as a Bible study tool. Absolutely. This could, and I, I think one of your daughters actually yes. used it. Tiffany, if she I'm did. right. That's right. And I read about Tiffany. You re- you, let, let me tell you about. The, I love about this book. Not only is it an amazing study tool, and this is a real tool to use, women, yes. but it's. I know you through this book. You're very relational in this book, and you, you yeah. just tell yourself who you are. I tell are. it like it is. <laughs> and I love that because I felt like, well, I've known Jane forever now, even though I have known her from many years ago. Yes. and um, But I know her now better than ever after yes. reading this book, and and I know so much more about the women of the Bible. Mm. And it, it's even encouraged me to want to dig further and to yes. each of these women in the bible that you point out right here in mm-hmm. this book not just deborah right but many of them
0: that's right yes. there's
1: many many women in the
0: scripture that you haven't heard people talk about no. you haven't heard people celebrate yeah and i so, think that that is order. the that is the the paradigm shift that we're in right now that's is right. that not only is god highlighting women from the scripture mm-hmm. that we can now celebrate their role in, uh, in, in their contribution towards everything that we, else that we see in scripture, but we find that there's been Deborah's down through the ages that, uh, there, that maybe their history has been obscured, but now God's beginning to highlight these women that were absolutely amazing leaders, but they maybe came along at a time that again, women weren't celebrated. Right.
2: So now now, we get to celebrate. Now we get to celebrate them. Amen. And and this is, you know, I'm here, and I'm so honored even just be sitting here with both of you because even our generation, you know, I can speak personally. We are looking for leadership. We're looking for tools. We're searching everywhere. You know, I find myself like with a hunger for this. And right now, the Lord, this is a now book. I really feel like we're even in an age of our our modern history today where God is literally raising up the women and he's raising their voice, which is so powerful. But then God is so good because he brings you along, Jane. He brings you along to bring us the tools. Right here, this is an amazing tool that every woman needs to read. This is a Deborah Company by Apostle Jane Hammond. You can order yours today for $25. You can call us today at one 777 3530 and order three for $55. Or go to ptlshop.com and you can place your
1: order there. Everybody, ha- every woman has to read this. Jane was with us on the Jim Baker show, Jane and Tom. And when Jim Baker says he wants every single woman yes. to read he this, he means it. He <laughs> means it. I mean, I'm telling you, I watched my husband, who really wasn't feeling that great before we did the show, and and then all of a sudden I watched him come alive. Yes. And and because he saw. Me, really dig into this. He's like, I've never seen, and I, you know, my required reading, I have a lot of required reading for the Jim Baker show, but this was one I wanted to read in every way, shape, and form because it helped me so much to know who I am Mm -hmm. and God as well. We're always growing you talk about being prophetic, not pathetic. (laughs) What does that mean, Jane? I love your strength, by the way, (laughs) and your beauty. You're beautiful, you're strong, you're amazing, you're anointed, but what does that
0: mean? You know, it's kind of a little funny turn of phrase, but I think that what we have to realize is that Jesus intended for every single one of us to be prophetic, and when I use that term prophetic, it means we need to learn to hear the voice of God. We need to learn, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and that that's Jesus himself saying that every single one of us needs to learn to hear the voice of God and then of course we see at the foundation of the church in Acts chapter 2 it says in the last days I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy and so I think that it's imperative that every single one of us learn how to tune our ear to the voice of God and learn how to take what he says and apply it to our lives and impact our world out of that but then I also know that sometimes people will say well God's said, And then they use the phrase God said uh-huh. to kind of manipulate or get their way. Yeah, and, so especially women do that. Yeah. and so that's what I talk about. Yeah, so that's where we kind of try to draw the line. Yeah. And one of the things that our ministry has done for the last 40 years is that we've trained people in the prophetic. That's so we, good. You know, people say, oh, you, well, you can't train prophets. Well, if anybody needs to be trained, prophets need to be trained. Yes. Prophetic people need to be trained. Yes. And in the Old Testament, there was a school of the prophets. So we have a school of the prophets, that's we awesome. have activation times for the gifts of the Holy Spirit spirit. And yes. we teach people how to use the gifts with purity and with integrity and yet with power and strength. You can be in- incredibly powerful and not move across the line into using thus saith the Lord to manipulate or to do things that are unethical. And so that's the challenge for people like that
1: today. It is the challenge. And you're right. You're so good about that. You talk about being called a Jezebel and how <laughs> people sometimes falsely accuse this Spirit, just because a woman is strong. Mm-hmm. You have a whole chapter right here about this. I do, you know, because I think that, first of all, people have to understand
0: Jezebel is a spirit. We find That's Jezebel it. in the Old Testament, we find Jezebel in the New Testament. It's not, it, because it's a spirit, it's not something that just affects women. Right. It is a spirit that can affect men or women. Yes. Um, it ultimately becomes a spirit of. Uh, seduction, uh, Mm a spirit of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. it it operates through control and manipulation. I always challenge people to not label people, oh, that person's a Jezebel, because that's not the identity that Jesus has given to that person. And so I think we need to refrain from labeling people. I was labeled a lot because of my strength. And yes, Jezebel was a strong woman in a wrong way that manipulated things for her own agenda. Mm -hmm. Deborah was a woman that used her strength to impact the kingdom, to empower others. I mean, when you read the story of Deborah, you find out that this woman named Jael, that was just a little housewife or tent wife back in those days. Mm -hmm. I mean, she took out the mightiest leader of the entire enemy army because she got inspired Mm -hmm. by this woman leader. She wasn't a Deborah. She, she, She wasn't this great national leader. But she was inspired by Deborah to go in and take what God had given her and to wage war against the enemy and win tremendous victories. Mm, And so so some of the people that are listening today, you might say, well, I don't really think I'm a Deborah. Well, maybe you're a JL. You know, maybe God's put something in your hand that you can use to make an impact for the kingdom of God and for the generations that are to come. And so I think that there's something in this for everyone there to is. realize that every one of us can be more than we thought we could.
1: It's yeah. the truth, right. Jane. You, yeah. you 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 yeah. challenged me and inspired mm-hmm. me to become more than I really thought I could ever be. And th- this book, literally yeah. these last few days i've just been soaking in it reading it gleaning from it underlining it highlighting it really getting into it for real and learning so much and i through you and and what the lord has shown you in in our closing minutes here you talk about what is i just happen to turn to it what is true worship and how will the deborah company show that You know, I think that true worship is not just singing songs. True
0: worship is a lifestyle. True worship is every day listening for the voice of God, every day seeking connection with the heart of God. And then out of that, we know the Lord's going to say, "Okay, if you really love me, then I want you to feed my sheep." Here's some things I want you to do. So, really, true worship for me is defined by every time we obey God. Yeah, that it is, is an so act good. of worship.
1: Yes. That is so powerful. Yeah, I, you you said that on the Jim Baker show, and I wanted to highlight that so bad. I was like, I want, I was screaming. At, true worship is being obedient. It is. That is. is that's a powerful tool right there for all of us to remember and to keep in our mind and our heart and our spirit. The obedience is true worship. Because
0: sometimes God will ask you to do hard things. God will ask you to do things that you don't necessarily want to do. But I have personally found that when I do it God's way and when I obey, there's such an amazing grace, yes. there's such an Thank empowerment that comes yes. that unlocks so a different true. part of me. And not only does it unlock me, so but I have a dear friend that writes in the book and she says there's her name's Nancy Alcorn. Mm-hmm. She says there's always somebody on the other side of your
1: obedience. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I think That's that we right. need to realize it's not just yes. about us. Yes. It's about the other people That's that get right. unlocked. Yes. In our closing few minutes that we have left, Jane, if you would pray for everybody out there, and especially for the women I that are to. watching right now. I'd
0: be honored. Amen. Well, Father, I pray for this. Deborah company that yes, you're raising Lord. up in the earth, Lord. These are women from every generation, yes, every Lord. age, every ethnic oh, background, you, every uh, denominational My background, yes. Lord. Father, from every walk of life, these are the Deborahs that are arising, Lord. They're rising with righteousness. They're rising with an anointing to destroy yokes. They're rising yes. up with the word of the Lord in their mouth to yes, bring Lord. a difference and to change mm-hmm. generations, mm-hmm. to shape nations. Lord, I I thank you, Father, that every woman that is listening right now, God, that you're opening up her ears, you're opening up her eyes. Yes. God, she's going to have a greater revelation of who you are. Yes. And out of that, Lord, she's going to realize, a gra- have a greater revelation of thank who you. she is. Yes. And Lord, that you're calling us to rise up. You're yes. calling us Lord. to make a difference, Lord, for our families, for our children, for our children's children, yes. and Lord, for nations and generations. Yes. Lord, I bless yes. them with boldness. Yes, we Lord. break the yoke of fear. And we thank you, Father name. God, that you're raising them up as a mighty company for these last days in jesus in name, jesus name. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 james we love you and thank you the thing is you know my my life scripture just because of everything i've been through and is romans eight twenty eight. for we know that all things work together for good to those who love the lord and to those who are called according to his purpose sometimes in the midst of life it's hard to see how all things can work together for good but to god be the glory because he does work all things together for good no matter what's going on in your life and i i want to encourage you today to remind yourself of that to go to that scripture to claim it over your life that no matter what you're going through in life and i can speak from personal experience that all things truly do work together for those who love the lord and are called according to his purpose Jane, it's been such an honor to have Thank you. Too. I'm really, really honored. Thank and you so much. You're a blessing the to the mine. body of Christ. You're a blessing to the women of God. You and Cindy Jacobs are my heroes, and um, and, I, and Cindy's like a mama to me too. Yes. You know, boy, when she takes, talks to me, boy,
2: I listen, yes. and
1: so um, and I better listen. <laughs> but you, and Cindy wrote the forward to your she book. Did. So, little Lori, real quick. Yes, you take can call us
2: today and order one for twenty-five dollars or three for fifty. And that includes shipping and handling. Call us at 1 888 777 3530.
1: And you will be blessed, including shipping and handling. Thank you, Jane. I love you. you you. God bless you. you And Tom. And please get Bishop, my love. I sure will. (laughs) I sure will. (laughs) Thank you for being with us. Bye bye for now. Next week, we have another Life with Lori. We'll see you then. Bye bye.